1: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans. Joining me, as with the last podcast, uh, Don the Hammer. Lovely to be back again. Yes. How how was your time away uh, between the last podcast and this one? I've had terrible travel problems. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah, Made it just in time. Scotland was a nightmare. Oh God, it's annoying, isn't it? Uh, East Coast Railways, was that the the problem? The joy they normally are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Trevor Drains with us again. Good evening. And James Cairns. Hello. We uh, talked in the last podcast about uh, the two games that we played last week. The two games to save Slaven Bilic's job, which do currently appear to have done that, unless some news has come through that we're unaware of. Um, but looking forward, it's, uh, we, uh, we we had a good re- we had a good result against uh, Spurs and an indifferent result against Crystal Palace, and a disappointing one. Um, we are playing uh, Liverpool at the weekend. We probably in our in our league games uh have been through a period of sort of winnable games that uh we uh, on the balance have done disappointingly in uh two games that we should have considered we should have won we got one point out of instead of six uh, which is the brighton and the palace um uh so things are not that great. We sort of enter a spell of quite uh, difficult games in the next uh, uh, month or two. Uh, we've got Liverpool. After we play Liverpool. Yes, that's <laughs> right, and after we play Liverpool, um, which we'll talk about in a minute. So, um, I mean, what what do we think is going to happen? What do we think is uh, going to sort of improve? Um, I mean, it, it, there is an argument uh, for saying that... Uh, there is a good. There is a good eleven players inside of the squad that we have, and that perhaps a fresh pair of eyes coming in, uh, hopefully, being given some research and some information rather than having to find everything out for themselves the second they arrive at the club, could identify which those eleven are and say, "You are my eleven boys. Uh, you're going to dig us out of this hole," and that they might do that, which is often. The entire raison d'être of getting a new manager in, especially if you're in, you know, deep CAC. Um, how close do we think to that to that happening? Do we think that Slav can pull us out of this sort of malaise? You know, remembering that the game we did win in the week doesn't actually give us any points to help our league position. You know, uh, and uh, and the next game in that is against Arsenal so we yeah. can't really count on the uh, the Caribou Cup for doing all that much for us
0: I think it will be a struggle for him but it's been a struggle for quite a while hasn't it but mm. um, I, I feel like we will just continue to bounce along and we'll get the occasional win not sure I see it happening against Liverpool if I'm honest but um, I, I just feel like Bilic, we've seen what Bilic can do he's had 100 games in charge now mm. and you know, whatever the flaws are, whatever you think they might be there, I, I'm not sure he, he's going to do anything differently at this point. I, I do agree with what Trevor said um, on the last podcast several days ago mm-hmm. um, that um, bringing in a new manager in and of itself might give you a sort of a short-term bounce, but the structural problems at the club are such that I think it would be very difficult to either recruit a very top manager who on their own might make a significant difference um, or, you, you know, that... Let's say, let's face it, we'll get a second tier manager who'll probably encounter all the same problems that Billich has. Mm, mm. So realistically, is anything going to change between now and the end of the season? No, I think he'll go go through, and then they'll get rid of him in the summer or yeah. let him leave.
1: What do we? I mean, what do we? Imagine the problems are, because it's a not untalented set of footballers, but at the moment, the promoted teams like Huddersfield and Brighton look like more cohesive units than we do. We we would have to sort of argue that man for man, we must be... As good as at least ten other teams in in the division at the moment. The base, of the, at least the bottom half of teams, we must be able to compete with. But we, you know, just came out and Brighton, a promoted team I think from the, the championship. Team, I think the
2: team reflects the manager, and the manager knows he's gone at the end of the season. If he gets that far, he'll be doing well. And the team, although they seem to be playing for him, they're not going to be playing. Hard, they, everyone knows we're sort of treading water, and if we could get someone, a, a real managerial star in now, they would do it. The danger is we get another one, we get someone else that's average, and we put them on a two or three year contract. I think we are better off. I agree, limping through, and, and making the right decision in the summer. Mm, mm. But the team are all pl- as talented as some of them are. They're all playing as though we're limping through, and that will be the mentality for the rest of the season.
1: Whether it's true or not, I feel that this this notion that uh, when a when a manager is in the last year of his contract and uh, there are no signs of re- renewing it yet, that means that the players don't play for him because they're kind of going, "Who?". Are we? And I mean, if that is true, it's sort of crazy. I mean, I sort of yes, think they've lost that, you the know, dressing room, but they're not playing. They're not, you know, they're
2: not playing. Like one of the newly promoted teams. No,
1: yeah. they've, they've not come up without
3: fear. I think the issue is twofold for us. Firstly, external pressures regarding Bilic are seeping into the minds of the players. Mm. I think we've we carry too many injured players, and we have done for a number of seasons now. Yeah, mm. You know, if you tot up Carroll, Sacco and Reed, you know, big yes. players for us. And that you know, at the moment, you can't count on you them. you can't count on them. No. Um, you know we're currently playing with one orthodox forward yeah 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 you know regularly and that's an awful lot of pressure on us we we're set up to counter attack generally speaking and and Sacco is probably the most effective forward that we've got with that tactic in mind yes he's he's, you know he's decided he's not fit again and and, you know he's he's, he's looking to move in, in, in January and Add to that the the, the, the appalling um, summer transfer of the uh, 2016 summer window. Yeah, I think that's we're we're still suffering from the fallout of that. The squad is too thin. We're having to carry too many big wage earning, injury prone players who are fairly one dimensional in the way they play. Yeah, I, I like Reed as a, a destructive centre half, but you can't set play up from Reed. He, he, no. He's not a good passer of the football. Um, I, I, I like Andy Carroll. He's probably the only player we've got who possesses a world class skill, which is he, attacking, heading the ball. Yeah, you know. But we don't appear to be able to maximise that. Now the payer is gone. You know, when was the last time you saw Andy Carroll rise above someone and yeah. smack the ball in the in the net with his head? No, no, that's it right. Probably I mean, coincided you know, with, with the little frog going home. Those, know?
1: those are uh, you know the 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 two. Um, Uh, incidents that caused his sending off were... Uh, speculative long punts that he has to win in the air, yeah. and that's and I felt that you know there was a bit of hubris with that sending off because it's not just about Andy Carroll going oh Andy I'm furious with Andy Carroll he elbows players in the head you go well what he had to do was win a header against a big central defender which is a sort of lottery that then produces another lottery for who's going to pick up the second ball and you go that's just not a modern football tactic that works unless you really are you know he peels off and heads it back into the centre where three people are running at it one of whom might put it into the net
0: we don't play any differently when Carroll's in the team than when he's not so how does that work how can Carroll and Hernandez be the same sort of striker and actually if you look at who they tried to get in the summer when you're going from Giroud to um, Hernandez that tells Mm -hmm. you there's a bit of confusion about the type of striker they want
1: let me say this to you This season's podcast is brought to you by Ladbrokes. Uh, Sign up and deposit up to £50 at Ladbrokes, and Ladbrokes will put the same amount into your account, giving you up to £50 worth of free bets. You can get this offer by going to bet.westhampodcast.com. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrokes. If I can just finish uh, my 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 thought about that uh, about when a manager is kind of in the last year of his contract, because I mean, uh, you know, the, the, there has been a sort of a, a notion that uh, somehow uh, Sullivan and Golden Brady are not backing, they're not backing him. Uh, he's not getting the support. No wonder things have so bad. He's not getting the support from them. You know, it it it. it Football might be divided into years, but it's also divided into seasons. If you kind of start a season very poorly and go, you know what will help this? We'll renew the manager's contract, then everyone will play better. It just doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Or if that's the reason why things are not going very well, well, it's a stupid reason. Because I can see that the Bosman ruling affects footballers in the last year of their contract. Because you're going, well we're going to lose this guy for nothing at the end of the season unless we renew his contract or we've got to sell him now. When a manager's in the last year of his contract, well, let's see how he does this season and then we'll renew it next season depending on how well he does. I mean, that just seems... So this notion that everyone in the club is full of doubt because they don't know whether the manager's going to sort of finish this season, it's like... Well, just play your football and you, Mr. Manager, do a good job and then you will get a new contract. I reckon
0: it might have an effect on transfers. If you're an incoming player, I think you'd want to know if the manager who is buying you is going to be there. still going to be there, yeah. Yeah. So, particularly in this, you know, in January, it's a big upheaval for footballers to move and all the rest of it, uh, like it is for anybody. And, you know, if you think the guy's going to be gone in six months, you know, and particularly we have such a dreadful record of January signings anyway. Yes. Um, But I can see a footballer might say, well, yeah, why would I join you? The next guy might not yes, want me. Yes,
1: that that is a point where yeah, you're mm. right. That that could have an have an effect because there there are you know players going to clubs thinking they're going to play and uh, then they don't and then there's a change of manager. So you know stockgrass obviously left Hull, going I'll go I'll go into this team and I'll play in that team and then wasn't very good and didn't play every week and then <laughs> was sold. Well, not sold, loaned out, but he won't be back. But uh, you know. I think Arnautovic might be sort of going, well, I used to play every week at Stoke and now I'm at this place and I don't get a game. You know, obviously play a bit better would be the <laughs> response to that. But uh. So if we're not going to be able to attract anyone at Christmas
2: and some of our players are thinking, I don't know where I'm going with Bilic, I don't know who the next guy's going to be, I'll be off. Mm-hmm. Where does that leave us? That's not a great position. Not
1: really, no. It sort of feels like... You know, it is very frustrating because they, they, they. Uh, um, if we if we carry on with that sort of same squad, I mean, I, I, I do feel that putting Ob- Obiang's got to play in the midfield. I, I f- feel that quite strongly. If we're going to proceed with the team we've got, I think Obiang has to play every week. And 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 in a sense, if he is a little erratic, well. Sort of rest, sort of not dropping him is not going to help. Play him every week. It's like, you know, feels like that's not a great policy, is to go, well, I'll just, he's not very good. I'll just play him every now and again. It's like that's, that's doubling down on a bad situation because he's clearly, he's not bad. He was a Spanish under 21 player. He's played for some good teams. Yeah. He's good.
3: Well, he's one of our only two good alternatives in there. So, you know. Yeah. And the other one is, you know, Mark Noble's got a lot of virtues, but. Getting around the pitch, no, that's in, right. Is, is, is in covering for players who are not really up to it. Is, is not one of them. No, that's you know, right. Uh, which is, I think, was the major contributing factor to all of the pressure that came on in the last twenty minutes against Crystal Palace. yeah. Was Mark was on his own. Yeah. Well,
2: if we're not going to buy new players at Christmas, well, to, I, I the other way of shaking it up is to bring in some of the youth. And I'm not a massive fan of that. And I and I don't say West Ham never give youth a chance because if they were so good, we'd still see them, all the rejects playing in the Premier League when we've let them go and we don't see mm. any of them. No. Stanislas maybe is the only one who's not, you know, fantastic. But maybe to have Martinez on the bench. Yeah. This... Um, uh, is he a Serbian kid? I can't pronounce. Yeah, name, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's lad who played in the cup game. Saeed. Yeah. Um, just to sort of shake things up, even if not bring them straight in the first team. But let's see a few on the bench. Maybe that will just line well. Up I mean, he, you know,
1: by by all accounts, he was very good in that uh, Holland, Bolton game. we got a few, yeah, and uh, and there is an argument for yeah. when. Um, you know, we've sold Pié, and we've really only got one Flair player in the team. The player that you've bought to be a kind of understudy for that Flair player, because apparently that Saeed thingy is a kind of a number ten. That's the idea. Yeah. Well, it it might be better to play someone that you're not sure about, but is actually that sort of player, than play someone else in that position. You know? Yeah.
2: Uh, I think if we just keep the same faces that don't feel a great deal of pressure on their place, then. It's not a great outlook, I worry about it. The way the injuries
3: are going at the moment, they're going to have to bring the youth lads onto the bench. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's certainly, I mean, Rice will play at the weekend. uh, That moves Mm -hmm. the position up. I don't know how far Collins is away from being back from injury, but that, you know, so you're looking at another young player coming onto the bench because we don't have senior players in in, in cover in the areas where where we've got multiple injuries. I think we've got got four four first-choice centre-halves out at the moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know one thing that was encouraging about the first half at Crystal Palace is that you did see I um, u uh, and Hernandez sort of up front and sort of Fairly close to each other. Mm. And, um, you know, one thing that has characterised this season is you buy a striker who, uh, as you said, James, it was just pot luck whether we'd get the towering Giroud or the tiny, nippy predator that is Hernandez, (laughs) and we'll just play in a system that suits them. But what we did is buy Hernandez and then not play him in a system that suited him for the first few games. And and you're like, you've got to. You might have to shape your team around the talents of these players, and uh, we were talking sort of earlier, weren't we, that there are quite often um, perfect storms of circumstances in which a player, you know, like Torres at Liverpool, and then not at Chelsea, uh, you know, was there was obviously a system that suited that player, and yeah. uh, and that often happens with transfers, and uh, uh, but Hernandez, it feels like you've got to get players close to the last third of the pitch so that the ball is moved around mm. and lands at the feet of someone within 12 yards of the goal who can turn and shoot yeah, because that's what space. that's what his game is he
3: put the ball in space between yeah. the sticks and then Hernandez will be on you if, if if it isn't a crystal palace clearing defender Hernandez was on it and the, yeah the one opportunity
1: he got he buried that's right that's right and and uh and against Spurs, he was, uh, sorry, against Swansea, you know, you saw when he got into their penalty area that his movement inside of their penalty area was great. His you know, the peeling away, all that stuff. That's his game. And to kind of go, right, we'll stick you out on the wing.
3: If you watch him, he's, he's, he's always looking to go off the shoulder. Yeah. You know, the ball will, come, will be coming into the midfielder's feet and Hernandez will be off the shoulder. Every single time. If you just mm-hmm. keep an eye on him on, on, on Saturday and just watch how, when he runs. Yeah. He it, doesn't wait for the ball to come into feet. He's, he's side on. He's looking for that gap yeah. all of the time. Absolutely. And our play through the midfield, unless it comes through lenzini is holding him up and he's... He's, he's yes, frying
1: his yeah, hands yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah. But well, also he,
0: he's, he's never scored a goal From outside the box no. And he's had games This season for us Where he's touched the ball Twice in the box Yeah Now That's not that unusual For strikers in the Premier League But uh, You know That kind of shows you That we don't seem to have The best idea Of how to get the best out no, of him No that's right And certainly If you're playing Carroll I think in the same side And we don't know How to get the best out of him Either that's why at times we've really struggled to to score. Yeah, because that's right.
3: We only have the one creative midfield player. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That's the, the, the long and the short of it. Yeah. Which is I why mean, he's if, got to get if, on out if, of it. If we were, science, going we're, we're, yes. if were going for a kind of 4 4 2,
1: if we are going for a kind of 4 4 2 with, you know, Hernandez and Carroll in the middle, you need wingers then. And And the closest we sort of had. To a winger from from the thirty to forty players we we bought in that last summer transfer yeah. window, not the one that's gone, was uh, Faguli. Faguli yeah. was Faguli, and you're going. We we sold him. It's yeah. like you know, we were kind of going, "Aha, I'm right." It's a testament to how shitty that transfer window was that they've now all gone. I sort of think in selling Faguli, we slightly threw the baby the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. You go. That's actually one you could have kept because he is at least direct. Yeah, and we were paying him so much money that was all yeah, we were yeah, focused on. Absolutely, yeah,
3: cartloads of money
1: every yeah. week. But um, but there's a point at which you you know you might have to pay that to hang on to a player that can give you something they you are. sort of need. It,
3: it, 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 it's, it's, it, we're in the money ball game here. Yeah, you, know, you, you get what you pay for in yeah. football. Yeah, you know, Tottenham have 20 million pound fullbacks sitting on the bench week in week out. Yeah, you know, our biggest cash outlay player. IU cost twenty million pounds, and that's our biggest signing ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and, and we wonder why we are where we are. The, the long and the short of it is because we haven't got the money to compete any higher up the league. Yeah, that's that's the be all and end all.
1: Actually, the Moneyball sort of ethos is um, sort of about wages, isn't it? That's yes. the um, um, the book Sockonomics, which someone gave me, which is sort of a it's a bit like one of those kind of knock-offs of a successful book it's the English money ball it's a, but it's about football that makes the point that the um, the highest achieving teams don't necessarily buy the most expensive players but what they do is they pay the most expensive wages so they might get a kind of a 32 year old who's got a, a couple of but they're great, you know, they're like Perlo or something. They've got a couple of really good seasons. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Zlatan mm. Ibrahimovic. They'll get him for nothing and pay him a load every week and then get another one. But we yeah. do, I
0: mean, our, we are a big wage big, payer. Big, I mean, yeah, you know, if wage you look club, yeah. at the last sort of set of published accounts, not to be too boring, but 15-16, we were the eighth highest paying yeah, wage yeah. Uh, in terms of wages in the league. Um, and... I think we'd all be fairly happy if we were the eighth best team in the league. Yes, you know the problem is, it's not really that we think that they, they should be in the top six. It's that we think they should be eighth. Yeah, you know, that's right. Seven. Yeah, but, yeah. You know when you're fourteenth, fifteenth, yeah, that's what's difficult. Yeah,
3: but you you look at it, and undoubtedly we do pay those that that level of wages. You know, which is commensurate with the income, and they run a pretty tight ship. The the the, 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 the directors, and then you're greeted with the fact that how much of that money goes to people who don't play? Yeah. So how much of it is just burnt?
2: Isn't yeah. that inevitable? Well, most squads are like 25 players on high wages so that they can't all play.
3: Yeah, the point is that, is that Andy Carroll, you know, Diafra Sacco, Winston Reid, they're injured more yeah. than just about any other player I mm. can think of currently in... in, in Playing for a combo you don't have Everton players out for
1: no
0: years
3: on end. No, you know,
0: and and look. and our academy doesn't deliver players either in the same way that say top players no. in the last no. few years. No,
2: no, you know, so. no. So to come, to come back to our attacking and that we don't know how to attack. Saturday we're playing the team that don't know how to defend. Yes, we have no defenders and they're lightning quick attackers.
1: <laughs> yes. So... Nil 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 nil. Yes. <laughs> well, we should uh, we'll talk a little bit about Saturday. I think this is a, a fairly sort of shortish uh, 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 second podcast this week. So let's move on to uh, what might happen uh, against Liverpool on uh, Saturday. are they are. They're having troubles, aren't they? They're 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 they're
0: the Tottenham of the North.
1: Yes, they are. Yeah, <laughs> they've they...
0: got some injuries. Actually, I think Coutinho is missing on yes. Saturday. Thank God. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and one or two other of their bigger names. Yeah. But I don't know, that game last year sort of has scarred me forever, the, mm. the, the 4-0 or whatever it was, when yeah, I was, hit the post from eight inches yeah. out. Yeah. That was pretty wasn't it? Twice. Twice in the same yeah, movement. Yeah, twice in the same yeah. movement. The same yeah. movement. Yeah. Yeah. It's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. But if this, this is a game, actually, was, if this was at Upton Park, I would have said oh, well, i have quite this But mm. uh, just, you know, at the London Stadium, it's so hard to... Yeah. To see, it really has to be like Friday night against Tottenham and then yeah. you know their league titles or league championship well, aspirations on the line.
2: I like Masuaku playing ahead of Cresswell, but if he's playing instead of Cresswell, against, will he be against Salah, probably? He will, yeah. Yeah. I worry that Masuaku's not even going to stay on the field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Not subbed. The one send thing he has off. got,
3: though, is pace. He has? Yeah.
2: positional, defensive sense.
3: Just or, stick so next to the know? guy with a bubble perm. Don't go anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I yeah, think so Byron right.
0: plays, right? Because Zabaletta will be suspended. Yes. Byron's yes. injured. Byron's
2: injured. Byram's
0: injured? Yeah. Is he? Oh, yeah. God. oh, God. Oh, no right back again. Excellent.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh Antonio dear. right back. yeah Perfect.
0: What could possibly go wrong?
3: Zabaletta yeah, okay. will play playing was one of the three, I imagine. No, Zabaletta's he's, he's bad. suspended. Yeah. Oh, God, is he? Yeah. Is Byron injured?
1: Oh, God. Yes, yeah. oh, yeah, so I remember. They've played Kayati at right back, haven't they? He played it right back quite badly, didn't he? the Bournemouth away. Yes, Bournemouth away. Quite badly. Yeah. yeah. Well, interesting. I wonder what he'll do. Let's get on to predictions. Yes, predictions. (laughs) Um, I'll predict it right. Yeah. Um, You know, they're going to score, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, I I never predict a a loss. (laughs) I'm sort of tempted. I'm going to go 2-2. I'm gonna predict an optimistic draw. Uh, I was gonna go two two as well because I am naturally optimistic Yes. any age yes, three will tell you. Yes.
0: So I'll go three all three because, all, all high not. scoring
1: draw. Yeah. Trev two one Western. Two one. Good, good man, good man. Don the hammer One nil win, Hart plays a blinder yes Hart had a good game didn't he uh, on uh, on yeah. uh, against Palace he had yeah. a really good game
0: we actually haven't mentioned him but he,
1: that no, was one no. of the outstanding it's one of the, the, the yes.
0: did, did you see the
3: press conference afterwards yes
1: yeah. he was uh, cross God, wasn't that he that made you
3: proud didn't it yeah, yeah. A, a man in shock and so angry he couldn't talk yeah,
1: yeah I imagine
2: because... Antonio was as well he must have been distraught Mm, mm. Yeah, I'm sure he was. I don't, yeah. You don't play at that level No, it, Hutt, sort of almost no. psychopathic level of competitiveness. Yeah. Well, Hart so, yeah.
3: mentioned that he said, nobody deliberately makes mistakes. No. Which no. leads you to think that That's if you well, didn't do it deliberately, it was just rank stupidity. But no. there
1: was... The, but the, I mean, there, it, there was an incredibly strange psychosis about that sort of... That, that thing of just trying to... Um, uh, you know, shut down a game, close out a game, uh, is, you know, because that that happened against uh, West Brom last season where they got that equaliser at 2-2. And um, it's a sort of weird thing that managers do it because they do it. Things like making a substitution in those sort of, in in injury time to kind of run the clock down. Everyone knows that the referee adds time on. Why do that? Why Why change the team that you've had? Bring on a different bag. I mean, you know, it was unfortunate, but it was hubris that Collins made the mistake that caused the equaliser because he was the substitution in that game. It's not about Collins. It is about um, when you're closing out a game, suddenly... Playing a different lineup and bringing different people on. Why don't you keep doing what you were doing? That is the reason you are in the lead. And that malaise that overtook us in the last twenty minutes against Palace was bewildering. Yeah. Uh, that you know, still, ten see. minutes to go, running the ball into the corner. Have you lost your fucking minds?
3: <laughs> I still maintain it was nine v eleven. I, that, that's that I see. That that I yeah. see is the cause of the malaise. The legs were running out of Fernandes Yeah, yeah, Maze. I guess so. Yeah. That's what yeah. I thought. It looked the Well, there we are. We
1: have our predictions for uh, the Liverpool game. Uh, I think we may be done, gentlemen. Uh, this has been Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Wheelands. With me have been Dom Hammer. Good evening. Trevor Drain. Come on, you Irons. James Cairns. Good night. Come on, you Irons.
2: This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com.